Welcome to another episode of Traffic Talk. And Traffic Talk is a segment of the Freelance Jumpstart podcast where I answer questions that you ask. So you have questions, I give you answers all while driving on my daily commute. So right now, I'm driving, headed to my destination at the moment. It's close to the holidays. If you want a timestamp as to what's going on in the world, well, at least it's the holidays in America. And, you know, it's holiday season. So regardless of that fact, I still want to answer questions and create content because I tend to use the holidays as a time to rest, but also as a time to start planning for the next year. But regardless of that fact, I think it's still a great opportunity to still provide value and still provide content even though other people are starting to relax and take a holiday break. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode and topic. So this question says, how to respond to client? Recently sent out a quote to a prospective client and they said my quote was on the high side. How do I approach this nicely without giving too much discount? Freelancers out there, how do you price your services? I'm a digital marketer. So there's a lot of layers to the question that was posed. And to be honest, I'm not 100% sure how to go about it because there's many factors as it relates to pricing. And I know somebody might be listening thinking, Nathan is gonna talk about pricing again because I talk about pricing frequently. And if you thought that, yes, you are correct. I am going to talk about pricing. Man, I have found in my 10 years of freelancing, many problems stem from the simple fact of pricing. Some people don't know the right price to charge and other people don't wanna pay a high price or they don't want to overpay for something. That's the nature of business. Hey, if I can get someone to do something for me, or I can pay for my supplies at $100 instead of $500, obviously I don't want to overpay. I want the least amount of possible. And that creates a problem because as a service provider, you want to be paid the most amount you can for the services that you provide. So the business owner wants to lower their cost and you want to make as much money for each hour that you give. So there's a conflict of interest right there from the start. This introduces the aspect of communicating value. This introduces the aspect of you get what you pay for. So people start to pay more for things that they really wanna cut cost on if it is better quality and if they can get a guaranteed result. So in other words, if I can pay $100 for something, I would love to do that instead of paying $500. However, if $500 guarantees quality and reliability and would overall make my life better, I'd be willing to pay extra money for it. So I just wanted to say that 
to lay the ground level of the difference in pricing, what the business owner wants versus what you want as a freelancer and as a business owner, as a service provider. Now getting directly to the question, it seems like they gave a quote and somebody came back and said the price is high. So then that tells me two things. You did not convince them of the value of what you're doing. So whatever service you're providing, you need to lay out uh, in a more organized or processed manner to show your service can give them the result they want. When I say lay it out, I mean more than likely, you should have communicated to them that you have a process. And if they follow the process and follow your recommendations, they will get their desired result that they want. Um, I have a guide of 10 must ask questions to give to clients. And two of my favorite questions to ask are, one, how do you define success? And number two, how do you define failure? Success tells you what you need to steer towards. Failure tells you what you need to steer away from. When people tell me what failure is, I lean into that. The last time someone asked me that question, or I really posed that question to someone in a conversation, it was for a conference. I said, how many people count as a success? How many people count as failure? They gave me a number. So I kept leaning in on that to say, look, I have a process. If you want to reach that number, then we have to follow this process. However, if you think you can get that number on your own without following the process, be my guest. I just might not be able to help you. Now, I pause for a moment. What I simply did there is I found out their greatest fear, which was if they don't get enough people at their conference, they're going to not be able to cover costs and they might incur debt. So that is their fear. They don't want to put on an event and get debt. But I'm posing, I have a process to get you that result. If you don't follow my process, I don't know if you'll get that result. And I left them there. I didn't try to convince them. I didn't try to sell them and they'll talk myself up, my services. I have over 10 years of experience in marketing, blah, blah, whatever. I'm a digital marketer myself. Say that, leave them there. Because many people don't realize when it comes to pricing, you have to let the person make a decision. You have to let the potential client make a decision. And the potential client needs to make a decision on do they want to take a chance with you or keep doing what they're doing? More than likely, they know they don't need to keep doing what they're doing, which is why they reached out to you in the first place. But you need to let them make that decision. Now, here's the other side of things. You need to, and this is where selling comes into play, right? You do need to, in a sense, communicate to someone the value you have and that you are the best decision for their project, right? Now, hindsight is always twenty twenty, but I wish prior to giving a quote, you were able to tell the person or ask the person, are you looking for... Uh, different freelancers to do work they more than likely would have said yes they're getting quotes then you could have asked them what criteria are you using to choose 
you're a freelancer. So if you, in the past, if you were able to ask that question, then they would literally tell you what's important to them and all you have to do is speak to what was important to them. So I think a lot of elements of your question you're asking and posing about a quote could have been solved if you asked them certain questions up front. But like I said, I'll put the link to the guide of the 10 questions in the description below. And then going from there, you know, you can know that for the future, but I'll directly, you know, address your question now. So if they came back and said, your price is high, what that tells me is high in comparison to what? I literally had a conversation with someone probably three weeks ago from the time of this recording, and they asked me about a website. I said, what type of website do you want? They told me. I said, Ugh, I think that's going to be the lowest ever I could go, and I'm being nice, is 3000 They told me that was a lot of money. Now, personally, I've sat in rooms where people sign contracts for $20,000 websites. People sign contracts for $150,000 websites. People sign contracts for $300,000 websites. I think $3,000 is an absolute steal. However, to somebody else, $3,000 might be a lot of money. $3,000 might be them saving up eight months out of a year, right? So it just depends on who you're dealing with. At the end of the day, when they told me that was expensive, I literally said, okay, wow, that might be expensive for you uh, if you do feel that way. Well, let me know if you need any advice or you need me to point you in the right direction. There are tons of free website builders that you could use. There's Squarespace, there's Weebly, there's Wix. You know, um, you can even get a template and try to figure out WordPress. You know, you have options, but if that's expensive to you, in a sense, there's other ways to do it yourself. Once again, I left them there. Not because I didn't want to help them. I did help them. I just told them, if you want, really want a web designer to work on a website for you and you don't have $3,000, you're better off doing it yourself because $3,000 is on the low end, not the high end. And that's their decision. And then again, they need to make the decision. If you really want me to do it, I can do it for you, but the lowest I could even start with, and it's going to be basic, is three thousand. You want some higher? Great. You know, you want some of better quality? Great. You're going to have to pay, because once again, you get what you pay for. Or maybe that person needs to go on a freelancer website, and maybe they can find somebody who works overseas that has a different currency rate, and then they can just do it that way. I don't know. This is really up to them, and they need to decide. But getting back to the original question, the reason I'm saying all this about examples of people I've spoken with and the fact that there's different freelancers out there is when they come back and they say, your quote is on the high side of things, you need to know who are they comparing you to? Who are they comparing you to? And to be honest, you can even be their friend or advocate in this situation. You could literally come back and say, you mentioned that the price that I offered was a bit on the high side. So just to be clear, I wanna make sure that I provide the right amount of value for you and I don't overshoot a budget if you have a budget. What are some of the other quotes that you've received? 
And then they may give you quotes. Then you can literally ask them, okay, why have you not gone with those quotes that are lower than me? And again, this is getting back to just having a normal conversation about money and feeling comfortable talking about money. You're not trying to get over on them. You're not trying to squeeze as much money as you can out of them. You literally are just hoping to speak to them plainly, honestly, and truthfully about money. So if they come back and say you're a bit on the high side and they have other quotes from other people, why have they not gone with those other people? If they haven't moved forward with them, they like you. And there's a specific reason why they want you. If they come back and say your quote is a bit on the high side and you respond and you're like, well, why do you think that's high? Do you have any quotes from any other people? And what are their quotes? If they don't have any quotes from anyone else and they're saying it's a bit on the high side, this is all subjective based on their previous experience. And you can literally tell them and help them and say, once again, uh, you came back and you mentioned my quote was a bit on the high side. Um, have you received any quotes? They may come back and say no. If they come back and say no, that's where you speak to, okay, well, just to let you know and level set with you, in the industry, this is the normal price, this is a high price, and this is a lower price. I have chosen to put my prices in this area for that reason. And then again, leave them. Maybe they didn't know it cost that much in the industry. But again, even getting to that level of conversation with someone almost doesn't matter because if you had to fix someone's car, we all know if you go to the dealership to fix it, it will be expensive. But you can probably find somebody, one of your friends, to do it for you. However, this gets back to you get what you pay for. You can get your friend to fix it, but what guarantee do you have that they'll do a great job on it. You don't have a guarantee. So again, uh, everything rolls back up to you pay to increase a guaranteed result. It all goes back to, yes, you don't want to overpay for something, but you're willing to overpay for something if it guarantees safety, right? So again, I know I mentioned a lot of different principles and I think the question was very basic. If somebody gives you a quote, well, excuse me, if somebody asks you to do work and you give them a quote and that quote is high in their opinion and in their perspective, literally try to find out why they think it's high. And maybe they have a budget, maybe they're limited, maybe they don't have a lot of flexibility. Just try to find out why that is. And they'll plainly tell you if you ask the right questions. On the other side of things, maybe you can still work with them, but you actually reduce the scope. I don't recommend reducing a discount because that's a bad way to start out. Hey, you're a professional. You're good. Uh, I'm going to give you a discount because then they'll always start looking for a discount. So since that's the case, reduce the scope. Okay, I'm a digital marketer. I can do these 12 things for you. That quote is a little on the high side. Okay, let's get down to the essentials of specifically what you need. What do you need? And then you speak to them. Okay, originally, I was going to offer 12 things. 
Now, I'm only going to offer six things and the price is lowered because I'm only doing six things. Those other six things, either you can come back to me in the future and I can work on them for you or perhaps I tell you what they are and you work on them yourself, right? So then you, you somewhat split the work. You could even take a complete step back from that and do one other thing that I've had to learn in my business. Productized consulting is what uh, it's called. Um, but you can also take a step back and say, well, it seems like you have a limited budget. How about this? How about I tell you exactly those 12 things of what to do and how to get it done. And in other words, I'm just giving advice. I'm not doing any of the work. I'm just giving you advice. I'm telling you what to go, what to do, how to do it. You can come back and ask me a question if you want to, but it's advice. And it's not this price. It's a lower price. But it's pretty clear that I'm only acting as a consultant advisor and a teacher, not necessarily someone who's doing the work. So overall, you have options. But if somebody comes back and says a quote is high, you have to find out why. Because high is subjective. Thank you for taking the time to watch this video. I greatly appreciate it. As you can see, I'm at my destination. So um, I'm just going to continue my day. Uh, doing work. Um, as I mentioned, even though it's the holiday season, I'm still going to put out content. If you have any questions for me that you would like to see on Traffic Talk, feel free to reach out to me. It doesn't matter if it's on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, even if you reach directly out on YouTube. It doesn't matter how you get it to me. I just will work it into the show um, no matter. Even if it's in the comment section. Some people have actually asked me questions in the comment section and I work them into the show. So it doesn't matter how you get it to me. I'll work it into the show because I want to make sure to provide value and answer any number of questions I can. Well, until the next one, I will catch you later. See you.